congratulations. You have just found the number one over 50 health and wellness podcast on the planet. Hello and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life, so you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. Today, we have another episode of The Coach's Corner. It's no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back next week with our normal interview format. So this week, I want to give you a quick update on what's happening over here at the Silver Edge. And then I want to talk about time management and give some tips on how to squeeze in healthy activities for those of you that are leading crazy, hectic lives. And then I recently had a great discussion with a recent client about our coaching success rate over here at Silver Edge. So I thought I'd share a few thoughts about that. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by my online nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle coaching company, The Silver Edge. And as opposed to doing a formal ad pitch, I'll just say this. If you're someone who has struggled to reach your body composition goals and you're willing to take a step back and to take a long-term strategic view to building your lifelong lean, healthy body, we should talk. I'm actually a pretty easygoing guy, and I promise you I don't have any strong-arm sales tactics to trick you into buying our programs. But if we're a good fit for you and you're a good fit for us, we should at least be open to having a chat. So if you're someone who's open to a health-first approach to weight loss, shoot me an email at coach at silveredgefitness.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with today's show. Okay, so what's new over here at the Silver Edge? I'm going to start with some personal news. Some of you may know I turned 59 last week, last Sunday. It was my birthday. Had a wonderful day. I live in coastal North Carolina. We had gorgeous weather here. It was just a beautiful spring day, mid-70s. Had the entire extended family out here, so there was a bunch of us running around, um, grilled some burgers, just had had a great day. But What really stuck out to me about turning 59 is how much I love turning 59. I love being 59. I think that these are the best years of my life. Now, I don't know what that says about my youth. I did have a somewhat misspent youth. No, I I take that back. I, (laughs) I I had a crazy youth. A lot of us probably have. And I certainly didn't live my healthiest life for most of my life. Let's just leave it at that. But I had some I had some amazing adventures, I had some amazing times, and everything that has happened up until now has built me into who I am today. So I'm a little late to the game at this whole, hey, being fit, being healthy is fantastic. I'm chasing optimal health. And certainly for most of my life, I, I wasn't in that kind of a space, but I certainly am now. And I love it. I can say that I absolutely love being 59. 
I can't wait to be 60. And I know that kind of might sound weird to some people, but I'm actually looking forward to 60. I'm convinced that the best is still to come. So just kind of looking back at this last year, just so much has happened. My business, the Silver Edge has grown. We've hired some new people. Personally, I um, let's see, I did a strength training cycle, I think, towards the beginning of last year, and I PR'd my squat, I PR'd my bench press, I did, I, I wanted to PR my my uh, lifetime squat, bench press, and deadlift while I was 58, and dang, that, that deadlift PR just eluded me. That's okay. I, I'll come back to that, right? I got plenty of time, and you know, you may be thinking, well, I don't know, Kev, uh, PR in your deadlift, you better get on that now while before you get much older, I look at guys like Rudy Cadlub. If you don't know who he is, you can just Google him, check him out on Instagram. That cat's going to deadlift over 500 pounds, probably closer to 550 on his 70, what's he going to be, 73, 74 birthday here. I mean, there are some incredible, inspirational strong ass people out there in their 50s, 60s, 70s, right? So I want to look to them as my inspiration. I don't want to fall into that trap of thinking, hey, it's all downhill from here. The best is behind me, et cetera, et cetera. Those of you who listen to this show for a while, you know that, right? I just, I'm constantly railing against that. But anyway, had a great birthday. I had tons of well-wishers. If you're somebody that wished me happy birthday, thank you very much. It meant a lot to me. Really had a great time. And like I said, I, I think I'm living my best life right now. Let's see, what else is new? Um, you guys know, because last week's Coaching Corner, you heard me say that I went to Coaching Con, so I did just come back from Coaching Con. I've switched up some things with my training, with the way I'm training. Now, you, some of you may know, I have decided that I am taking all of this year to train like a bodybuilder. And what that really means is I'm just trying to pack on as much muscle as I can. So I'm doing bodybuilding type of training. And what that looks like is lots of sets of, you know, in that hypertrophy range, which is that 10 to 12 typically is the classic rep range, right? So doing three, four, five sets of 10, 12, 14 reps of things. And of course, and I'm also eating in a calorie surplus. So I'm currently eating about 36, 3,700 calories, and I will be bumping that up, I imagine, as I go on. But I've been doing a push-pull legs kind of a split. So the way I do that is a push-legs-pull, rest, push-legs-pull. So I would work out in a eight-day period. Let's see if that works. That math works out right. I think I work out seven days in an eight-day period. So I don't, I don't have set days of the week that I was doing that. But what I found is coming back from Coaching Con, I'm really trying to pour into my business. And we're going to talk in a few minutes about how to manage your time. And for those of you that say, hey, I'm just way too busy to be healthy. I can't live in a gym. I can't take time to meal prep food, all that good stuff. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And I'm in the same boat with you, right? I'm trying to, I got this tiny little company. I'm trying to grow it and trying to make an, a huge impact. And I'm crazy, crazy busy. So what I have done as opposed to these hour-long sessions, basically six days a week, I've scaled that way back. I'm doing three, I'm going back to three full body days in the gym. So these are longer sessions. Typically, they're taking me, I don't know, an hour and 15, no more than an hour 30. 
but there it's only three days in the gym, right? So right now, the way that usually looks, it's um, you know, maybe a Tuesday, a Thursday, and then usually Sunday, my daughter and I do brunch and go to the gym together. She's a beast. She's also into the bodybuilding kind of thing, um, way further ahead than I am, I think. But that's what I'm doing these days. So I'm back to the three full body days. And that's a lot less volume. So one of the ways I'm augmenting that, I'm really doing two things. One is, if you're familiar with, if you've ever done any of the, um, over a Mind Pump, if you guys have ever done any of their MAPS programs, they program what are called trigger sessions. But basically the idea is, on my off days, on my non-foundational workout days, so for me, these three full body days, I'm just going to work out with bands. And these are 10 to 15 minute sessions where I'm just hitting the, uh, my main muscles that I'm targeting. I'm not, it's not a workout. I'm not working out to being sore. I'm not going for certainly not taking anything anywhere close to failure. I'm just sending this tiny little muscle building signal on my off days just to trigger my body saying, Hey, we, we want to maintain and build this muscle. We want to maintain this muscle we were working so hard in the gym to build. So that's what I'm doing. Three full body days with these small band sessions in between. And the other thing that I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to up my walking game. I tell all my clients, hey, look, we got to get a minimum. I want you to work up to a minimum of 7,000 steps daily. And look, the gold standard is 10,000 steps. Uh, man, I... I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've really, really struggled here. I get so busy and I was, when I was doing that push-pull leg, when I was doing pretty much six days a week in the gym, I just didn't have time, right? I was getting 30 minutes right after my workouts, um, walks, and some days I was skipping it all together so that I could get back and get my work done. So I'm really trying to up my walking game. And what I think I'm going to do is eventually is invest in a one of those under desk treadmills so that I can do my coaching calls or my con calls. Anytime I'm just on a call, I can just walk. So that's what I'm doing from a fitness perspective. And then in other news over here at the Silver Edge, I'm very excited to announce that we are growing. So like I said, we're a tiny company. It's me, it's Coach Monica, and Coach Monica is more than just a coach. She's also my operations manager, uh, program director. She has aspirations to become the vice president of this company as it gets larger, and I have no doubt that she will grow into that role. She's kind of my ride-or-die homie, if you will, in the business, and a lot of you may know if you're in our private Facebook group. You may know Lori. Certainly, if you're in our private Facebook group, you probably know who she is, but she is also a part of our team, and we're growing. We're adding another coach. We're adding Coach Jess, so I am so excited to have her come on board. She is new to us, but she is by no means new to the coaching game. She's got a long storied history in coaching. She's owned gyms. She's been a nutrition coach forever. She's been a personal trainer forever. So I'm really excited to get her into the business. In fact, Monica and I had an onboarding call with her this, just this morning. So really excited to load her up. We will probably do a, what we call a scholarship. So we're going to basically, we're going to have a contest and give away some free coaching so we can get Jess up and running here as quickly as possible. So for those of you that are in the, again, the private Facebook group, you'll see us do a big formal announcement of her. If you're in that, in that group, make sure you reach out and tell her hello. 
Okay, so last week I started with a social media shout out. I did one fitness and one fun account that these are just people that I follow that I think are either fun or entertaining or informative and people I enjoy following and I just wanted to share them with you folks. So today for my fitness shout out, it's Dr. Stephen Cabral and that's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Cabral, C-A-B-R-A-L and his Instagram handle is at Stephen Cabral. And he is a functional medicine doctor with tons of great information. I've tried to get him on the podcast. He said yes, um, and then shot me over to his admin, and we've been going back and forth and back and forth, and this has been going on for some time. So I'm not holding my breath, but I would love to have him on the podcast. Dr. Stephen Cabral, great content. Definitely check him out. So for my fun shout out, I'm going to do Ryan Long. He's a comedian. Absolutely love his style of comedy. To me, uh, I think he's hilarious. You can find him at Instagram. He's, his handle is at Ryan Long Comedy. Just a little word of warning. If you're somebody who's easily triggered, if you are easily offended, he's not for you, right? This His comedy isn't necessarily clean. He takes on some pretty edgy topics. I find him hilarious. Um, you may as well, but certainly if you're looking for a fun follow, check him out. Are you too busy for healthy aging? So I sent out an email, I guess a couple of weeks ago now to my email list and I asked them what was their biggest obstacle when it came to creating and maintaining a lean, healthy body? What was it that was standing between them and that goal? And I listed off a couple of things and I asked them to reply back and I got a bunch of replies back and the number one, far and away, the number one response was not enough time. I just don't have enough time. Some version of that. I'm too busy, too hectic, not enough time. And I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about that. Once upon a time, I used to have a pretty hardcore answer to this, right? I would say something like, well, we all have the same 24 hours in a day and you're just not prioritizing your health. And look, there's probably some grain of truth to that, but I've come a long way since then. I found that that's not a particularly helpful or empowering statement, right? Just to kind of rifle at somebody, well, you just need to blah, 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 blah. I have a much kinder and gentler version of that these days. And I'm coming at this from a couple of different angles, right? Once upon a time, certainly I probably felt that same way. I just, I don't, A, I don't know what to do. I, I had other I had a lot of roadblocks between me and healthy living at one time in my life, or I would maybe even say excuses. And certainly time management was one of them. Most of us lead crazy, hectic, busy lives. And look, going to the gym and preparing healthy, wholesome food for many of us just isn't top priority. Well, I want to meet people where they are these days. And I would say to those of you that are saying, look, I do want a lean, healthy body. I do want whatever your goal is, right? I, I want to move pain-free. I, I want to lose these 20 pounds, whatever it is you want to do, but I just don't have the time. I want to give you just a few of my top tips for this. I and Just so you know, I'm currently struggling with this as well. I just alluded to a few minutes ago. I'm trying to grow this entrepreneurial business. And as we grow, just it seems like we're busier and busier. And it's just really hard. Like I said, it's tough for me to get my 10,000 steps in. I really, really want to. I just don't have enough hours in the day. And I could say to myself, well, Kevin, you're just not making it a priority. 
Fair enough. We have seasons in our lives. And in this season, I am pouring into my business. But I know that I am going to show up as the best entrepreneur, the best coach, the best business person, now the best boss, the best husband, the best dad, the best human if I take care of myself. So I at least want to make sure that I am checking all of the baseline boxes for my health. And that includes working out and eating healthy and taking care of myself. So here are a few of my top tips for those of you that are leading crazy, hectic lives. Number one is start small. And I think a lot of us miss this. We assume that we need to spend an hour. I just told you I'm spending an hour and 15, an hour and 30 in the gym. You're like, yeah, not not happening for me, man. Well, can you do 15 minutes a day? Can you carve out 15 minutes of your day for exercise, for some kind of a movement practice? Most of us can. And look, if you're telling me I don't have 15 minutes, I bet you have 10. And I bet you if you didn't have 10, you could do five minutes here and five minutes in another part of the day. And that's still better than doing nothing. You're still making some progress. You're making small progress, tiny progress in that case, but you're still making progress. So here's what I would recommend. I've got, uh, actually, I've got a couple of clients now that are doing basically the same thing, right? They're, they have much shorter, more frequent workouts. One of my clients, Carla, shout her out. She's an amazing human being, doing fantastic, has been with me for a while. What we have her doing is, let's see, Carla, I think you're doing four 15-minute sessions during the week, and then one longer session in the gym where she and her son go together and enjoy their time together. But there you go. She takes 15 minutes each morning, because she gets up early, very early, has to, you know, has to get kids and she's a caretaker. She has a lot of responsibilities and off to work. Busy, busy, busy. So we have her doing 15 minutes of work. Then on the weekend, when she's got a little more breathing room, she enjoys going to the gym. She takes her son with her. They enjoy that time together. She's got a longer workout there. So start small. Find something that works for you. Find something you'll stick with. Number two, if you are one of these people who says, okay, I can do 15 minutes of work today. What should I do? I would recommend prioritizing strength. Look, you could do a lot of things. You could walk, you could run, you could do yoga. But if you're over 50, and if you're listening to this, I'm assuming that you are, I think the biggest bang for your buck would be to prioritize strength. So what might that look like? It could look like a lot of different things. And when I say small, here's what that potentially could look like. So on Monday, maybe you're going to do three sets of, say, bench press and three sets of a bent over barbell row. And then on Tuesday, we're going to do legs. So we might do three sets of squats and three sets of deadlifts, for example. And then Tuesday, do maybe 15 minutes of upper body. And then Thursday, 15 minutes of lower body. Then maybe on Friday, we focus on just core stuff or maybe a conditioning piece. But That's the idea. Just some sort of strength training. And even if you only do one or two sets, you're still moving in the right direction. Doing something is always better than doing nothing. My third tip for those of you that are leading crazy, hectic lives is to schedule this exercise. So, for example, I love putting exercise in the morning just because there's less things that can get in the way and bump it out of your schedule. So if you're somebody who gets up at 6 and you have some sort of a morning routine and just say, okay, it's 6.30 every morning, I'm now I'm up, I've washed my face, brushed my teeth, whatever you have to do, I've got my water, my coffee, whatever. Put that on your calendar and make that a part of your 
schedule every single day, same time every day. And then my next tip for you, and this is a tough one, is to focus on whole foods. So most of us have absolutely traded our health for convenience. That's why we eat a lot of these ultra-processed foods. I mean, they taste good, but they're really, really convenient. It's really easy to grab a bar on the go. It's really easy to, you know, when you get home, just throw something that from, from your freezer in the microwave and boom, you've got, you've got dinner. But I would recommend maybe on the weekend, just batch cooking. When I say batch cooking, I'm not messing around. So when I, <laughs> when I cook for myself, I will cook, I'll go out and get that great big, uh, skinless, boneless chicken thighs that you find in the, in the meat section. And I'll buy a couple of those and I'll cover my giant grill and I'll grill it all. I'll grill every last bit of it. I have this giant glass Tupperware bowl. I'll throw it all in there and that's meat for a week. And yes, it'll keep for four or five days in the fridge just fine. But find ways, and you can do the same thing with potatoes. You can do the same thing with rice for your starches. My wife can't stand it, but I like frozen veggies just because they're really, really easy. I'll just whip out some broccoli or some the mixed peas, carrots, green bean thing. I'll steam them real quick. Boom. I mean, it takes five minutes. So that's my fourth tip is really try and find ways to focus on healthy, wholesome foods. Try not to eat so much ultra-processed crap. That's just not serving you at all. And then my final tip, and hopefully you guys like this one, it's to sleep. If you get eight hours of quality sleep, everything else is better. And by everything, I mean everything. So when we get healthy sleep, our hunger and satiating hormones are regulated, meaning we're less likely to have wild food cravings if we sleep well. When we sleep, we repair from the day before's exercise sessions. So we are making positive, healthy adaptations. But everything's better when we sleep. In fact, sleep is the foundation of over 50 health. So if you're somebody who says, ah, I don't need sleep, I sleep five and a half hours, I, see, I get by just fine. You don't. And, or maybe you do. Let me back up. Maybe you do get by just fine, but you're not being your optimal self. You're cheating your optimal self by not optimizing your sleep. And I'll leave you with this. Remember that when we take time to care for ourselves and to practice self-care, we show up as the best version of ourselves. So whatever it is you're being crazy busy with throughout the day, whether that's your family, whether that's work, Whatever it is that you're showing up for and is making you so insanely busy, you are a better person when you take the time to care for yourself. And that means some sort of a movement practice. It means eating healthy foods and it means making sure you get your eight hours of sleep. What makes a client successful? Okay, so I was on a call, this would have been, I don't know, maybe a month ago with a potential client who is now a client, and she asked us a very interesting question on that call. She said, what is your success rate with your clients? Which is a great question. And by the way, those of you that are on sales calls for, with coaches, you should be asking this question because you'll get some insight into that coaching practice. So here's how I've had that question come up before. Here's how I answered that. Basically, when we look at all of our clients, we can say that there are 10% 
who just don't get good results. And probably some subset of that are just complete flops for whatever reason, right? Life gets in the way, some different things come up, their priorities all of a sudden switch. But these are people who somehow get into our programs and they flop. They paid a lot of money. They don't get a value out of, out of us. Now, they're responsible for that and I'm responsible for that. I can't impact what's going on in their lives. I can only impact the service that we deliver. So every time that happens, and fortunately it's very rare, a, a complete flop where somebody just just drops out of the program for whatever reason, is not, becomes non-responsive. And I think to myself, did we not do a good enough job screening? Should we not have taken this person's money in the first place? They They weren't a good fit for us. Did I miss something there? Or just did I miss a signal? Did my coach miss a signal? What did we miss that the, that allowed this person to drop off our radar and just not for us not to be able to resuscitate them and at least bring them in back into the fold to finish the program and get at least decent results? So that's 10%. So 10% just aren't getting their money's worth. Full disclaimer, and it's probably not 10%, it's but it's some small percent. And then there's 80%. So the bulk of people that come into our program they get good results, good to great results. They leave our programs much better than they come in. And then there's that other 10%. 10% have life-altering results. They have amazing results. Their life is literally transformed having come through our program. And now, as a business entrepreneur, as a coach, I have to ask myself, how do I make that 80% go down to 70% and I have 20% have life-altering, earth-shattering results? And then once I get there, how do I make that 70% become 60% so I have 30% that have life-altering, earth-shattering, amazing results, and on and on? And that's our goal. As we mature as a coaching practice, I'm trying to look at the people that have amazing results, and I've got an inkling of what it is. I'm going to share that with you here in a minute. And how do I get more of these people that are getting good results? And Look, in that 80%, some of them are getting great results, right? If you come in and you say, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds in the end of your time, you've lost 20 pounds and you've learned some healthy habits along the way, that's fantastic, right? But what I'm talking about are people that come in and are literally their life has changed because of our coaching. So let me back up a little bit. The norm in the weight loss space is sub 3% for lifelong success. So if I say that 10% of our folks coming through here are having lifelong success, and look, we don't really know that. That's an I'm assuming that by the way people leave, I believe that these people will continue this on for the rest of their life. But it is a tiny, tiny fraction of people that take on a weight loss initiative and maintain it for the rest of their life. And we might ask, why is that? And I think it boils down to this. Really in our industry, meaning the nutrition and weight loss industry, we are so focused on weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, because that's what we as consumers want, right? I'm, I, I'm tired of being fat. I no longer want to be fat. Please help me diet and lose this weight. But the way that's sold to us via my industry, the nutrition and health industry, is, okay, let's restrict. Let's restrict, restrict, restrict. I'm going to take some food away from you. You're going to eat less food. If you're going to exercise more and more, you're going to get on the treadmill. You're going to go, 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 go. And the reason we keep doing that is because it works. But it, it's a temporary fix. The eat less, move more prescription is 
almost 100% of the time a temporary fix. And you've probably seen this in your own life as well. If you've gone on a diet and married that with an aerobics class or a boot camp or a CrossFit or something like that, some sort of intense conditioning thing while you're in a calorie deficit, you've lost weight and you've been, wow, this is amazing. But that's really hard to maintain for the rest of your life. Even if you enjoy eating 1,200 calories and exercising, jumping around like a maniac, your metabolism is eventually going to slow to that. It's going to meet you there. And you're going to be in a, in, a, in a hard place to get out of. You're going to be stuck there. And the minute you try and back away from that and start enjoying life, maybe eat an occasional piece of pizza or have a piece of cake or just live like a normal human being, you're going to gain that weight back. So back to the 10% that have these amazing, earth-shattering, life-changing results. What's the difference? And here's the difference. And I've said this before. I've often said that a good trainer can help you lose 20 pounds. That should be table stakes, right? A good trainer can help you lose weight if that's your goal. But a great trainer, and I really, really want to be a great trainer. I want my company to be a great company, would be able to help you fall in love with the process. In other words, if you come into our program or any good program, right? I I don't want to make this a sales pitch or about me or our program, but any good program that has a similar philosophy to ours, that that is that we're going to do a health first weight loss approach and take this long-term approach. If, for example, I said those 80% that have good results, they've learned some things, they've had some body composition changes, they've gotten stronger, they've gotten healthier. All of that's fantastic. That's my mission in life. I want to keep doing that. But what I really want is for those people to fall in love with a healthy lifestyle. And that's a tough sell. And now some of you are thinking, oh, no, I don't want, you know, fall in love with living in the gym and sucking down kale smoothies all my life. That just doesn't sound like fun at all. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about making changes, mindset changes, where you actually look forward to your workout because you're doing a workout that you love. You look forward to eating healthy because you love the way it makes you feel. You love being healthy. You love being vibrant. You take this on as a part of your personality. It becomes who you are. So we often expect permanent changes in our body composition without making permanent changes in our lifestyle and in our mindset. And there's the big disconnect between diet culture and what I'm trying to sell, right? What I'm talking about, what I want all of our clients or what I want all of you to enjoy. And that is learning to fall in love with the process, learning to become a healthy person, not to be a person who does healthy things to get a healthy outcome. There's a difference there, see? If you're a person who does healthy behaviors in order to get a healthy outcome, hats off to you, by the way, you're in the minority already, but that's a tough road to hoe because you're going to have to either be very disciplined for the rest of your life or be very motivated for the rest of your life. I'm here to tell you, you won't be motivated the rest of your life and you're probably not going to be that disciplined the rest of your life. So I have been wrestling as I'm building this business and becoming a better coach. Look, 
I, I can give you, I can tell you how many macros, I can tell you what foods to eat, we can talk about your protein and your fats and your carbs. We can do wonderful exercise programming for you. I think any good coach can do those things. Any good coach can do those or should be able to, right? What I'm fascinated with though is how do I transition from that into becoming the kind of coach that can encourage you, help you foster an environment that allows you and encourages you to fall in love with this healthy lifestyle. Okay, I think I probably beat that to death. You can probably tell I'm very, very passionate about this. That's where all of my thought process and and thought energies are going is how do I take this 80% of people that are coming through our programs when they graduate Will they maintain what they've learned from us? Will they maintain that body composition the rest of their lives? I certainly hope so, but I want to know so. I want, when they leave, I want them, I earnestly, honestly, genuinely want them to love the process the way I love it. And look, I know not everybody will, but that's my goal. That's what I'm shooting for. So if you're our clients, you, certainly you probably, this probably isn't a surprise to you. We've probably had similar discussions along these lines before, but how do we help you fall in love with the process? I know some of you already have, some of you are on your way there, and frankly, some of you have a ways to go. And that goes for you out there in the audience as well, right? You're somewhere on that spectrum. You're probably listening to this podcast because you either you're already in love with health and fitness and you just like geeking out like I do. God bless you. Stick around. We got lots of stuff that will that will feed you. But for the rest of you that are out there listening because you want to get healthier, because you want to lose weight, because you want to be strong, vital and vibrant and healthy as you age, you're somewhere on that spectrum of loving the process of becoming the person who falls in love with living a fit healthy lifestyle. My encouragement to you is to definitely pursue what you can, learn all you can about nutrition and about exercise and about recovery and about sleep and all these wonderful things and about mindset, but really to start to turn this around in your head a little bit and turn it upside down. And while exercise is important, nutrition is critical, absolutely. Start thinking, what can I do today to become the kind of a person who falls in love with the process, as opposed to the kind of person who just buckles down and and does the tasks that are needed in order to get an outcome. Okay, that's our show for today, folks. I want to remind you that you can book a call to chat with me about your personal health and wellness goals at any time. Just shoot me an email at coach at silveredgefitness.com. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. One is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons and for you podcast folks to consider giving this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today and until next time, stay strong.